Damn, he's so pretty. All this and more on this episode of... Godzilla, destroy all podcasts. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Come on in. Take a seat. I want you to uh, pretend like you're at a childhood birthday party, put an egg on a spoon and run down your yard as fast as you can. You ever do that, Chuck? What parties have you been to? Very white parties. I grew up with a white family. We we did very, very Caucasian things at birthday parties. I... All right. Yeah. I don't know what to say. I am your androgynous, uh, handsome, flamboyant, and uh, existential dread-having host, Logan Vaux, joined today by... Your co-host, Charles, who is still thoroughly confused by your explanation of a birthday party. Yep. You never did that? So, like, like I'm I'm a half-Asian man. My father's from Vietnam. Uh, grew up with a white family, though. My mom was white. And so, dad was out of the picture. You know, dad, like, you know, not going to get, like, the war yeah. of Logan too yeah, hard. Yeah, you but... know, I'm half black, white yeah. family. Um, yeah, birthday parties in the Midwest where you have, like, when you're, like, five, six, seven, it's you, you have to have, like, fun events at your birthday party. So, my mom, like... This is when we still celebrate birthday parties, because, again, more lore of Logan, we stopped celebrating birthday parties at a certain point because of religious reasons. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you put an egg on a spoon, you got a race down the yard, your yard, and then give the, the egg to another person waiting with a spoon, and they have to run, and if you n- drop your spoon, you lose. I vaguely remember seeing something similar to that in kindergarten. Yeah, it's like kindergarten age. I, You know, what, what happens if you do it now as an adult? Would would we? I don't think you have the dexterity to do that, Charles. I think you don't have the dexterity to do that. I run very stably. What do you mean by that? I I'm working out, Chuck. Okay, my balance is not good, but <laughs> <laughs> that's what you All need. Right, we'll get you really drunk, and then I'll be sober. It'll be even then, motherfucker. I walk around your house with an egg drunk. That's not nearly as difficult as running in a yard. Fair. Yeah, think about that, Chuck. Well, you gotta think about the terrain when you're thinking about balance. Yeah, and in a yard, it's bumpy and it's uneven. The house, for the most part, is flat. Mine is not. Yeah. So that, yeah. Oh, we'll egg and we'll egg and race this. Bullshit. I'm just gonna egg your house. Don't egg my house, please don't. It's <laughs> like I don't have a ladder. I won't be able to clean half. You call the cops, or your neighbor will call the cops. Like, no, it's just my friend. My He's neighbor's got my back. Actually, my neighbor's kind of a good guy. I think he, I think he called the cops on you. Damn. I think he would, yeah. I think I think they got my back. Damn it. Yep. Alright, so, hey everyone, this is Godzilla Destroy All Podcasts. Uh, podcasts where two Godzilla enthusiasts talk about a certain kaiju and talk about the facts and stats of a certain kaiju. And today, we're finally doing a Mothra episode. Yeah, and it's... Uh, it's only been like 38 episodes, 39. I have no idea what we're at. I lost right count. I have no idea what we're at, but yeah. Uh... I don't know why we never did a Mothra episode, because, like, Mothra is one of my favorites. 100% one of my favorite kaiju. Yeah, one of the most known kaiju as well. Like, we've done a few Godzillas and uh, 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 most of the other big five, but we never tackled Mothra till now. Yeah, we're not even talk- tackling one of my favorites. Like, design-wise, one of my favorites, but not my favorite movies. So, it's, no. it's kind of funny. What's your favorite Mothra movie? Uh, it's probably the Showa ones. Oh, no, GMK. We talked about GMK. GMK is... Yeah. GMK is really good. 
Um, design wise, I really like the Batra design. The Heisei Heisei design is one of my favorites. I like the big plushy looking motherfucker, <laughs> but I like the way the Showa one fights a lot more. It looks more articulate the way they move the wings and stuff. Right, it looks better in Showa, which is weird because like, like fighting wise, it looks better in Showa. Fair enough. But today we're talking about Mothra Leo. Yeah. From the Rebirth of Mothra trilogy. Which is also Showa era. Or not, uh, Heisei I era. think it's Heisei, yeah. It's Heisei. I, I was a slip on my tongue. Which, yeah, I'm sorry, Charles. My favorite era. Your favorite era. My second or third yeah. favorite. I liked these movies for the most part. <laughs> yeah, you did. The third one is pretty good, actually. I just watched it the other day, but I'd never actually seen it yet. And I finally found a way to watch it. But from what you told me, I, I binged all three of these in a day and I did not have a good time. The first one, I fell asleep. I had to come back to it the next day. Um, so I finished it today. And Although I, that one you did start like late at night. Yeah, we played Overwatch to like 1230. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch this movie. And by like one <laughs> I'm falling asleep. It was the slowest one. Yeah. Um, second one. Honestly, I didn't like that much either. This isn't a movie review show um, nah the third one's actually better uh has a funner plot you get you get dumb convoluted we're gonna go back in time and but like all right i'm here for it you know that's why i like my favorite show uh god damn it, my favorite heisei godzilla movie is mecha king Ghidorah because it gets fucking wild with the time travel and it's <laughs> yeah like, like what the fuck's happening you know the sillier it gets the more i'm gonna like it yeah silly stuff is usually more funny so the third one is is the better of the three um god damn this guy has a lot of abilities uh a lot of forms too um we're not gonna get into that quite yet but just like a quick overview i saw a lot of people in the discord say they haven't like actually they don't know much about this guy so we have a lot in our shoulders we have to teach the masses about mothra leo yeah and i know recently we've been kind of going over the plots of movies but this time we're just going straight to the monsters yeah we're going back to like our old school way of doing it like you know just straight up like the facts and stats and then what they do in the movies so not movie review i know we did like minus one which is a movie review and then we did like some the bonus episodes with the dirty water boys and stuff and then you show you watch the godzilla earth and told me what about it so we're not doing like the movie reviews anymore we're just getting back to like hey here's a kaiju and here's what we're talking back about. to our roots yeah the roots all right, we have a lot of reviews to get through. <laughs> um, it's the end of January. Our last episode was the beginning of December. Uh, so it full disclosure, we we struggled to get an episode out this month because we had two huge snowstorms in the same week. So it's like, all right, we're not going anywhere. Yeah. Then we had freezing ice, which if you're not from like northern hemis, the northern part of the United States or or wherever, freezing ice is when it's warm enough to rain. But then when it hits the ground, it freezes and turns into ice. Yeah, and then you uh, you ain't driving anywhere without hitting every parked car yeah, on the road. You're not going anywhere. Um, so we had that. And then also, I had hurt myself very beginning of the month. So, like, I missed work for, like, a whole week and a half. Right I missed the first. You. Oh, you did? I did. You did message me a few times. Like, where are you at? I'm like, I'm not telling you. I'm going to let you. Yeah, let you, you just left red. me in the dark. Yeah, I, was I left worried. red. <laughs> I was worried for, like, a day and a half. I'm like, I'm going to let him sweat a little bit. Can't um, do that to me, man. And I had, like, three other people from work message me. Like, two of them were in our D&D party. Like, are you okay, bud? I'm like, told them, like, right away. Like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just hurt. I'm like, I'm off for the week. But you, I left hanging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I eventually got word from you, and then when I told them, but yeah, we know. I'm like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. I just like fucking with you a little bit. Like, yeah. one of my best friends, I'm like, I'm gonna fuck with you just a little bit. 
I care about you, man. Well, because like it was like a year ago, you had to go through some some medical stuff. I'm like, what's going on, bud? What's wrong? And you just didn't tell me. He's like, I'll tell you if it's important or not. I'm like, okay. Yeah, that was vague. I'm like, are you okay? Like, I'll tell you if it's important. And I, you never told me what it was, so maybe it wasn't important. So I don't know. Don't tell us here on the air. No, I'm not going. But to. I'm like, huh. All right, I'm gonna give it back to you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just just. Couldn't get together to do an episode. Here we are. It's the 27th. I'll probably have this out either today or tomorrow, the 28th. And yeah, uh, we got some reviews to do. So uh, from uh, this is from Roshak 1985. They say, hello again. It's me. Just want to let you guys know. I really, really enjoy the podcast. And I like how you guys branched out to other things. Not only have I learned about Godzilla from you guys. But also learned about the Power Rangers, Transformers, and much more. You guys are amazing, and I also extremely love your Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Hey, thank you. That's for me. That's not for you, Chuck. That's for me. <laughs> no. I'm listening to it, and to be honest, I'm really enjoying it so much, and I've been going through some stuff in life, and to be honest, listening to you guys, it's truly a highlight. You guys take away my stress, and I think you, and I think you guys excited, and I, I think he says, I thank you guys. Uh little typo there. I thank you guys. Excited to hear more episodes. Please don't stop, you guys. And I think you guys, I want to thank you. Oh, okay. A few typos in here. Sorry. Also, I'm dyslexic. Hey, no shade to, to our boy Roshak here. Uh, thank God for you guys for being the greatest podcast. There. Thank you. See, Charles wasn't that hard. I, I didn't read it. You gotta be rude about it. I, what? You're a rutabaga. I... <laughs> That's a food, right? Yeah, it's a food. <laughs> uh, here is from Liam Raptor. It's a really good podcast. Could you do one about Fire Godzilla 2019, please? Someday. That's uh, they're referring to Burning Godzilla from the Legendaries, right? I believe so. Which we covered in our uh, Legendary Godzilla episode, actually. I think so, yeah. We're going to have to do an updated one when uh, Godzilla X Kong comes out because he has a new form. Yeah. We'll have to do an update. So there'll be an update yeah. one of that. Uh, this pod, uh, this is from K for Kaiju. Uh, this podcast is so good. And I like that you do MonsterVerse instead of the movie. That you do the monsters instead of the movies. Please do Homerzilla from the Simpsons episode Treehouse Horror 27. I grew up a huge Simpsons fan. Yeah, I lived with you for a while. And you had like almost every season at that time. And I, I, I have, barely watched them with you for some reason. I have... Up until season 15 on DVD, and then I also have like 20, and then that's it. So I have not seen this episode of The Simpsons. Uh, if you're a, a kid, The Simpsons for my generation were like, the episode feel is completely different. After season, uh, some fans say nine. I like to think up to like 12 or 14. Uh, the, the, the shift of the show changes drastically, and it just, it doesn't hold up for the old the old heads like me. So if kids nowadays love the Simpsons, hell yeah. I'll, I'm going to go back and watch this episode and get the reference for it. And I would love to do a Homerzilla episode. Actually, that sounds like a lot of fun. All right. From Australia, we have demons. Halo. I love this podcast, this and music's wow. Logan read this and music. Help me get through a tough day. Please do evolve Godzilla from Godzilla X Kong. When it comes out, keep it the good work. We're going to do it. We'll yeah, do it eventually. We'll, we'll get that update. Also, Chuck, did you let saltwater crocodiles drink salt water? As, yes. Do you? That, that is where they live. Isn't they it? drink it. They might drink it. I mean, I'm assuming they're inhaling it at some I point. I know very little about crocodiles, crocodilians, chimera, cam, cam, cam. I, I don't know the difference between an alligator croc and a caiman. 
I think that some there's a difference between a caiman, an alligator, and a crocodile. I don't know what the difference. Yeah, are. I think size and color. That's about all I can. Probably think location. Of. The location too. Yeah. Location probably something to do with like I've heard there's something to do with like their their the way their jaw is and if they have like dorsal fins or not. I don't know. I'm not a whale body. I think caiman are smaller than the other two though. Probably. I have, I don't know dick about those animals. I watch a lot of Animal Planet and stuff like that, but I haven't seen a whole lot on Crocs and stuff. You watch a lot of Animal Planet? Yeah. You watch the Puppy Bowl every year instead of the Super Bowl? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping you were going to say yes. I don't even know what the hell that is. The Puppy Bowl? So every year on the Super Bowl, at least they used to, Animal Planet would show the Puppy Bowl, which is just a bunch of puppies playing on in a like a little room. How have I not heard of this? And so it's like, oh, you don't want to watch the Super Bowl, but we'll have the Puppy Bowl on. It's just a bunch of puppies playing in a room. I need to know how much viewers they get compared Maybe to the Super Bowl. Maybe not a ton. Super Bowl is like the most watched thing in the country. Yeah. But I remember I went to a Super Bowl party once, and they had the Puppy Bowl up on one TV and the Super Bowl on the other. I'm like, <laughs> what is happening? I'm, not, I'm assuming for the kids that may have been at the party? Yeah, probably. All right. Here is from uh, Wandsburg. Chuck, did you know snakes evolve into humans? Five stars. Uh, quotes. You're awesome, and I'm from Brazil. Uh, so I want Chuck to pronounce this in Portuguese correctly. And then he says a sentence here in Portuguese, and I'm not going subject, to subject Chuck to it. I'm not going to subject myself to it because it's Portuguese. I, I've... i Yeah. I don't... <laughs> sorry, bud. Not going to do it. This is going to be a long episode. We ain't got time this for a whole long lot. episode. Uh, quotes. Anyways, can you please do an episode of Godzilla from Minus One? We already did. Check it. Yeah, it's already out, man. It's Go out. ahead and watch it. Uh, Listen to it. Sorry. And then he says, the above translated sentence says, I'm not as smart as Logan, but at least I'm smarter than Chuck. By the way, Chuck, did you know sheep lay eggs? Ah. Uh, There's a lot of Chuck hate dogged on a lot today. There's a lot of Chuck hate here. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for well, it. Well, you know what? I got one in here in the Discord. What are you talking about? Uh, from our Discord, we have Eats Your Otter says, Nice, I started your podcast last week, have gone through every episode, y'all are the best. Hashtag Team Chuck, sorry Logan, you're cool. Uh, just too much hate on my boy. Also, been waiting on the Mothra episode, keep up the great work, guys. Thank God for Godzilla. That is not a review, Charles, this is the review segment of the show. Don't look at me with your dead shark eyes. <laughs> your dumb dead shark eyes. No. Hey, I'm just letting you know not everybody's on your team, David. No, I understand that. And I even a few episodes ago, I said, hey, let's quit hating on Chuck. He's my boy. So I feel like this is a preemptive strike. It's all well, it's a retaliatory strike. Yes. But it's not a review. We're reading reviews. Also, all right, you want to bring that review up? All right. <clears throat> no hate to this person who wrote that review. Thank you so much for being a fan. You can stay on Team Chuck. All right. Because I saw the grammar you used in that sentence, and that is Chuck-level grammar. At least that was nice about it. I am a man who loves, who who prides himself on half-decent grammar. So this person could be on your team, Chuck. That's fine. Yeah, I he's not kidding, people. Whenever I text him something, if he's, something, he's, he's anything slightly grammatically wrong with that sentence. Grammatically, he, grammatically wrong with that sentence. Yeah, <laughs> case in point, <laughs> he will send me a message back with the correct wording. He will send the most serious text that we need to talk about something and then you just use the wrong to or the wrong your or you say hey h-a-y instead of h-e-y i will stop what we're saying and say hey correct you h-e-y star star and then make me resend the whole damn message yep so team bad grammar is chuck there you go <laughs> jesus christ 
Sorry, we have a, like a lot of reviews, but I'm trying to like find ones that aren't old. These are all from November, so we read these. Okay, all right, we're up to date on reviews. Okay, last part of fan interaction, Chuck. I posted, posted, my Minnesota's coming out. I posted in the Discord. I'm watching a lot of Fargo, the Minnesota Actions crowd. I like that movie. There's a TV show. Oh. Uh, it's an anthology show. It's really good. If you like, like, is it mystery, in the same time stuff, as the movie Fargo, it, it, or is it separate? Every season's a different time, but it's in the same universe. Oh, so, okay. like, one's, like, 2007, and one's, like, 1978. Gotcha. Check it out. It's really good. I really like it. I've watched a lot of it. Um... I post on the Discord and on the Instagram, but no one really commented on the Instagram. Um, this weekend, we're recording our episode for Leo or for Mothra. I always want to say Leo Mothra because it sounds better in my head. But yeah, I can it, see that. It's Mothra Leo. So we're, we're recording an episode for Mothra Leo. We're finally covering a Mothra. Drop us your thoughts on them and we'll read some on the <laughs> show. You want to read some there, Chucky? Because I've been reading a lot. Yeah. From GMK, we have Woohoo! The best version of Mothra, in my opinion. Coolest design and especially best colors. The Rebirth movies are so cool because of how strong, quick, and awesome Mothra Leo is, plus the different forms it takes to fight and match her opponents. Best Mothra ever. I'm very biased, but Leo is S-tier for me. Fair. I agree to 99% of that. What don't you agree with? Uh, <clears throat> I actually think Mothra Leo is a boy. I think... So there, there's some dis- the debate on that. Um, actually, if you... Uh, Noticed so, in the movies and you're watching They say them. it's. No, they actually say both he and she pronouns. Did you watch the English or did you watch the Japanese? Uh, uh, the third one I watched was uh, the Japanese subbed. I watched all and subbed, and most times when I notice it, they use the, the pronoun it's. They said it's out of the egg. Oh, it's transforming. So, but I saw, I saw through our research, they do use she and he interchangeably throughout each yeah. movie. When I noticed it, it was always it's. So... Hmm. Yeah, but Toho does recognize it as a boy, but also it doesn't. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. So uh, who cares? Who cares? It, it, it's gender fluid. Use whatever pronouns yeah. you want. I'm going to I'm going to read T T Pawa here. Uh, I know absolutely nothing about this kaiju, which is why I love this podcast. The picture you posted is amazing, though, and I can't wait to learn everything. We don't we don't teach everything, though, so I feel a little bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're only going to read a few because, again, this could be a long-ass episode. Yeah, so. and uh, from Travzilla, we have, oh yeah, Mothra Leo, the future trunks of the Godzilla franchise, which actually sounds about right. I really like him. The fact that he solos multiple versions of Ghidorah's by himself is something uh, I really hope someday we might get a buddy cop fan movie with Leo and Junior teaming up against another monster that would be cool for an anniversary like what they did with Megalon and JJ. I'm assuming that's Jet Jaguar. Yeah. That would actually really be cool. I want to see Godzilla Jr. teaming up with something to fight something. As long as they wear the aviator sunglasses. <laughs> <before it. laughs> uh, Master Zill, love this goddess, but the movie sucks so much. I simply can't stand those annoying crying babies. But Mothra will still be the queen of monsters in my eyes. You I, read that one because you agree. Yes, I do. Those those two movies were hard. Um, and then the Tooth Grinder. I absolutely love Mothra Leo. His po- poofy, poofy, poofy design contrast by the sharper images of his wings is very visually satisfying. I can confidently say that this kaiju is one of the strongest monsters to put on screen. And his feats are truly magical. If I were Ghidorah, I'd stay miles away from Mothra Leo. I'm excited to hear what you say about this big fuzzy guy. Stay safe out there, Christy. Thank you, Christy. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I, I really do like his multiple designs he goes through. 
Yeah, let, let's get into it. Uh, we're already like 20 minutes in. So. Yeah, so let's actually talk about Mothra now. All right, so this guy, it's not in the same continuity as the rest of the Heisei movies. Sadly. So, But it is like a very similar look of yeah. the Mama Mothra from the other Heisei movies. Yeah, it's it's a very similar Mama Mothra than than in yeah. Heisei. But then Leo Mothra looks Mothra Leo. God damn it, Mothra Leo looks different. You can say it either way. It's I like I like the way Leo Mothra sounds. Um, you say Leo Mothra, I say Mothra Leo. But people are gonna be like, "Oh, that guy's an idiot, isn't anything." Like, listen, I read the comments and I do cry when something sad and mean about me is said. Okay, <laughs> so I'm gonna do it right. It's Mothra Leo. Let's go into each. Let's go into each transformation before we get into the powers. Yeah. Because I always ask you to describe what he looks like. So describe me what his larval form looks like, Chuck. All right. So his larval form uh, mostly looks like most larval mothras you'll see. Although this one just has noticeably large tusks on both sides of his mouth. He, I want you to describe what the, what the larva form looks like, Charles. Someone I mean, who's never seen it before. Never seen any guys. Right, describing a Mothra larval form to someone who's never even heard or seen of it before. It looks like a crawling turd. Yep. There it is. A segmented turd. I love Mothra with, so much. Uh, I hate the larva forms. With the deep sunken eyes. They're blue. They're blue in this one. Yeah, because Leo's got blue eyes. Mm-hmm. And uh Some tusks. Some yeah, Leo's Mothra Leo's larval has tusks, like I said a second ago. And uh their mouth opens uh, vertically from side to side. Yes. Good like, job. Uh, I can't think of anything to compare that to. Like, like other bug Like monsters. a Venus flytrap type deal? Mm, I suppose if you put it sideways. Just like other bug kaiju monsters. Yeah. So think of like like doors to the Walmart that are automatic. It's yeah. It's like that. Yeah. There you go. They open uh, that way. Yeah. Like you said, vertically. Yes. All right. Uh, his next swarm. That would be his imago form, or adult form, for mm-hmm. those who don't know what imago is. Describe what that looks like. <clears throat> so this one, I actually really like the wings on this one. They look like they are green and red flames going across his wings. You're a big green fan, I get it. My favorite color is green, I know, and you're horrible for it. <laughs> and uh, like we heard in some of our reviewer comments, we, he is uh, very poofy. Like His legs have a lot of white fluff, the edges like the of his fluff. wings. Yeah. And around grabby his, hands. Yeah. And then around his uh, eyes, which are actually also green, he has uh, fluff that like contours back into a point to it on his eyes. Yep, and he's got fluffy antennas. Also, a reason why I think Mothra Leo is a he is because he has the antennas, which is a noticeably male moth thing. Fluffy antennas, which is a male moth. Yes. Thing. Um, and his wings are are green, black, and red, uh, or orangish. Um. So the green kind of represents like him protecting the greenery because in one of the movies he like restores the forest that was kind of yeah. fucked up. All right, then he evolves, yeah, or transforms. In the second movie, he becomes Rainbow Mothra, which is my favorite look for this Mothra. And that one, he gets more vibrant, multicolors added to the wings. Uh, gets a little yellow, orange, blue. Loses a bit of the green to make way for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets a bit fluffier in my opinion. Yeah, yeah he's a very, like, he's a very boy. fluffy boy in rainbow form. Yeah. Um, and his eyes, eyes, yeah, his eyes go from green to blue. Uh, yeah, and he's just a little more thicker. Little looks like he could survive a winter. Yeah. Um, then we got aqua form. Yeah, and that same movie he gains an aqua form because he gets blessed by a 
I'm gonna say a the Furby? the uh, Atlantean. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a Furby. <laughs> Blessed by a Furby. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, a little Furby from like this world's version of Atlantis with human eyes. Yeah, weirdly human eyes on like a. It's Furby. a Furby with a human eye. Like it's it's supposed to be cute and got like a weird antenna. Think of like cousin it as a Furby with human eyes and an antenna that's like the size of a football. Yeah, an American football. And uh, so he gains his aqua form where he gets. Uh, this is my least favorite form. Yeah, it looks very CG. Yeah. He gets uh, an X wing pattern and it looks more like uh, fins. Yeah. He drops. Translucent. Yeah, translucent like fin wings. And like a. Think of like uh, an X wing from Star Wars. That's like the pattern of wings he has. Yeah. He looks more like metal. His head looks like he's wearing a helmet instead of fluffy. Yeah. Or it's like feathers, maybe uh, even. But this form does grant him underwater combat power. Yeah. They said they designed the form based off of like other bugs and dolphins and yeah. stuff. So I can kind of see the dolphin body, especially in, like the thorax butt part. Yeah. He gets a. Uh, he does get more fins on his very end of his thorax. Yeah. And they designed the wings based off of like the flying fish that jump, <laughs> out, of the, jump out of the water. Yeah. And then in the third movie, he it's... has to go back in time. So he transforms into Aquaform first as a basis, then transforms and uses that form to progress into the light speed form. Which is pretty much the same form, just more he, slanty. It, it drops the fin aesthetics mostly and just becomes more aerodynamic and sl- str- uh, streamlined. Streamlined, yes, that's yeah. what I was looking for. I know for. what you're going to say. I'm in your head. Very narrow face. Very empty. Like it's being stretched looking kind of. Yeah, very empty in your head. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you're making a reference or no, just. No, I'm just I'm burning you right now. Stop. <laughs> Alright. Then we get armor form. Yeah, armor which form. Which at first when I first saw it, I was like, I fucking hate this. Because the wings were clear, bad CGI, and I thought they were gonna stay that way. I'm like, no. Don't no. like don't take away yeah. like, the greatest I was, thing about I was worried about that too, but then they finally like faded it into the color. Yes. So as when he got the uh, the armor form, he was coming out of a cocoon that he sat in for millions of years after he time traveled to come back to the present, which we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> uh so it's kinda like he was first coming out of a cocoon again, so his wings had to recolor themselves. And he's got like a very nice metallic sheen to his uh, full body, and then across the edges of his wings. Yeah, his body, his wings look more butterfly-ish instead of like those round, fun, like oval. Yeah, shapes. he gets more of a butterfly aesthetic than a moth aesthetic for the wings. Yeah, uh, the colors are you know yellow, whitish, blue, red, like a trim yeah, of purple. It, lo- it looks kind of tie dye. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. kind of tie dye wings. Give me that. Uh, still like kind of a like helmet-looking head with blue eyes. Yeah, but that makes sense for an armor. Yeah, sure. And then we got the final form, which is Mothra Eter- Eternal Mothra. Eternal Mothra. This one, it just—it's literally the same color patterns on the wings. It just sheds all the armor. A lot more white in it, though. Yes, much more white. Like it just ascended, like an like an ascended Mothra. Yeah, and then the body is more back to fluffy again. Yeah, back to fluffy, but still kind of sleek looking. And the body is more yellowish and white, gold even, which I like. So that's the description. Let's get into the uh, the weight and his height and all that stuff. And then all we'll right. get into his powers and abilities, which is a lot. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, so for the larval form, the length is 25 meters. Sure. And... It doesn't have a wingspan, obviously. <laughs> Thank you. But the weight is 3,000 metric tons, which is very light from most kaiju we've done. Yeah. 
<clears throat> and then for the Imago form, it's got a length of 24 meters, so it gets slightly shorter. But he does gain his wingspan of 53 meters across. Which, that's the same as the rainbow. Yes. From the first movie. So, same width there. Um, and then the weight, it's going to be... 5,900 metric tons. Yeah. yeah. So, he, tons. those wings add on about 2,900 pounds. Yeah. Uh, and then for Aqua and Lightspeed, he's 30 meter wingspan. And then the rainbow from the third movie, Armor and Eternal, it's a 50 meter wingspan. Yep. And the uh, Aqua and Lightspeed weight is 3,500. So, he actually sheds a lot of weight when he goes into those sleek forms. Yeah. It's interesting that the armor weighs the same amount as the rainbow and the... Yeah, Imago, Rainbow, Armor, and Eternal are all 5,900 tons. It's just interesting that it's like, yeah, no, Armor is lightweight. Yeah, like it must be some really... But cool... they say he can't fly nearly as fast because of the armor. Which is weird, yeah. Toho. Maybe less aerodynamic? Toho, Toho, what are you doing, girl? Boys, whatever you are over there. Toho, come on. All right, so that's... Uh... Oh, I guess if it... if Before we get into the powers, he does have an ability that lets him uh, split into... Mm, hundreds of micro forms. Yes, this is my the, favorite ability. Of him the actually. length on those micro forms is seventeen point eight centimeters, and the weight is uh, uh, the wingspan is thirty centimeters. They don't have a weight for that, so I'm assuming too Probably small. Like actual butterfly weight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's like my favorite thing. Like is a he, gram is he splits into like thousands of little mini mothras and just beats the fuck out of whatever he needs to beat the beat up. Yeah, I'm like, all right, that's that's cool actually. He does that in his aqua form against Gadala, and then I think he does that in he his Imago form against Descadora. Yeah. All right, so Gadala got it rough though. Powers and abilities. There is a boatload. So let's do larva form first. And then he does share a lot of the same power <laughs> abilities, just they have a different name, but they do the exact same thing pretty much. Yeah, they're the same thing, but stronger. So we probably so like won't for mention instance, any unless it's a specific to that form. Yeah, I'm going to go for instance. So one is called the cross heat lasers in the Imago form, but then it's called cross heat lasers, rainbow, cross heat laser, aqua. Uh, so yeah, yeah like so just get a title tacked on. Yeah, just the same thing. Just, oh, has a it's rainbow now. So just red or whatever. Yeah. So as his larva form, he has a lot of abilities for a larva form. Yeah, this is the strongest larva form I've ever seen for Mothra. Uh, I mean, Batra is pretty tough as a larva form, but this Mothra would give it his run for his money. I think so. He's got Excel uh, strings, which is the string attack they usually do, except this one has like an aftershock that does some damage. Yeah, it's like an electric field. Yeah. Thing. Then he's got the Petite Rail Gun. This is a larval Mothra that can shoot a laser beam. Yeah, a green beam. It's like, ah, Hodokin! Yeah, he just, like, haunches up real quick and just fires a laser beam. Which is cool. I think it's... I th That's, like, the one thing I didn't like about and Mothra. And it's green! It, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, the one thing I never liked about Mothra. is like, oh, we gotta deal with the larva form first. But, like, this is actually kind of a this cool... This is a badass larva. larva form. Yeah, this is a cool larva form. And it also has fake reflection... Which is uh, kind of like uh, like kind of like the Predator's reflective camo in uh, the Predator movies. That's exactly what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. So it's got stealth. Yeah. Um. But then he gets like a little bit of heat, and he's like, "Oh no!" I, he drops it. Um. And then oddly enough, like he can swim like 130 kilometers on water. Yeah, but only move 40 kilometers on land. Yeah. So he's so like, he's got more than double, like almost. He's got more than triple swim speed than he does walk speed. Little, he's a he's a little little, little swimmy boy. Yeah. All right, let's go into the Imago. I'm sorry, that green laser that larva fires is just awesome. Shush. I, I, <laughs> it's so funny how you love green and I hate it so much. 
And it's not, it's not even that I hate green because you love it. I don't like the color green unless it's like in nature and I see trees. Oh, the trees and plants will look pretty. Green just does nothing for me. I'm a purple fan. And like when people like there's that meme of people like people who love purple fucking love purple. Yes, I fucking love purple. Like I wear purple. It's all right. Purple's the best. Why wear green when you can wear purple? I don't dislike purple. I think there are shades of green that go well with purple. Yeah, yeah. I get that like a lot when I'm at dice, when I'm making dice. Like, hey, can you put green on your purple dice? Like, no, because it'd be Joker colors, and I don't want fucking Joker dice. Yeah, that that is an unfortunate reference. Yeah, or it's Hulk. Yeah, we're not we're not Joker fans here. If you didn't catch, <laughs> you that. all know my thoughts on Batman. That extends <laughs> to Joker. As oh well. yeah, you yeah. had a rant a long time ago. Uh, but anyway, yeah, the Imago form uh, obviously has flight. Uh, mm-hmm. The Imago form can fly at Mach fifteen point five, but can also go up to eighty five. Yeah, Mach using 85. its uh. Sp- Using like a special dash ability. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, it's just called Excel Dash. Ah, yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Who did the research? Me. Uh, so we we have the cross heat lasers, which uh, it's it's like a beam that shoots from his, it's the three beams from his forehead. Yeah, we didn't mention that earlier, but he's got three dots in his forehead that he fires beams from. That is true. Yes, and he has those through all of his forms. Yeah. Um. Uh, so here he has also like some sort of <clears throat> energy shield. Yeah, it's called the XL Shining Field. Yeah, which bounces off attacks from fucking Deskidora, right? Yeah. Uh, it's. I think it's similar to the scale attack that you normally see Mothra do, where he can reflect energy beams back while also damaging the monster in a mm. pollen field. That makes sense. Um, and then he has uh, the Breast Power Beam. Yeah, which... which I think that's actually an upgraded form of the Petite Beam that mm. the Larval form had, actually. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's got uh, Illusion Mirage, which is when he splits apart into a bunch of different little Mothras. Which is so fucking cool. Yeah, it really is. So cool. It's like a co- it's like a collage of like different rainbow colored Mothras that just fly around and just damage the enemy. Yeah, and before then, reforming, like his antennae shoot red beams, which, which don't really have a name. They're just called like Infernal Infrared Rays. Yeah. Um. It's got the oh, a really cool attack it does. It's the Sparkling Pile Load, where it uh. It sounds so dirty. Just it does. It really does. But watching them use it sounds it like in the when movie. you eat glitter and then take a dump. I'm sorry. It's just like I love Mothra, but that's what it sounds like. <laughs> what? And which you shouldn't do. Don't eat glitter. Glittery shit. <laughs> Don't do it. But if you do, it's called the sparkling pile. Anyway, he flies above the monster and just unleashes a payload of beam attacks under it as it flies over yeah it's like fucking like boom boom yeah think of like a uh an airplane doing a bomb run but it's laser beams yeah pretty much which is cool like that's like really overpowered for a mothra to have it's kind of nuts um and then the last one is a spike buster the shine strike buster strike buster jesus christ logan reager so this one it flies directly above its adversary in a str- in a straight line going up and as it does it just unleashes just a hell of beams straight down at the enemy dude this boy is like fucking he's he's strapped and uh it does have one more ability that's not very combat oriented but because of oh when he Mothra Leo, yeah Mothra Leo's uh nature power it's got the pulsophonic shower where it can fly over destroyed uh, you know, greenery or life and restore it back to what it was. Which, hell yeah, a practical yeah, power, yeah, finally. Yeah, Descadora just decimated an entire forest and Mother Leo restored it in a matter of seconds. Alright, let's go on to Rainbow. We have a few more forms to get through, so... <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, again, same same triple beam from his head, and then he has a chest cannon again still, which has a rainbow thing to it, which is called the mineral yeah, chest cannon. Still has the Excel shining field, but which does is now gain rainbow. Yeah, does gain the pressure field, where it creates like an invisible barrier, kind of that just reflects incoming attacks. Which he used against King Adora, if I believe, yeah. right? That's what he used. Uh, he tried using it against King Ghidorah, but it was ineffective because of how much more powerful King Ghidorah was than his previous. Oh games. yeah, that one—that's when he broke. Through. Yeah, Ghidorah tried using uh, beam attacks against him, but did nothing. Did you call him Ghidorah? Ghidorah, I think its name. No, it's not pronounced like that. Let me look that up quick. It's it's, it's like Death Ghidorah, I think Ghidorah, and then King. No, Ghidorah. I don't think there's an L in there. I just watched it. I don't remember it being an L. I I haven't watched the first and second one in a while, but I remember them very well. But I could be pronouncing all right, it wrong. All right, there's no L in there. It's it's D A G A H R A. No, it's still I still said it with an L. Good Gadara. Uh, Dag Dagara. Duh. So you either pronounce it the D A G as the first, so Dagara or. Dagara. I think it's Dagara. Dagara sounds right, but I like Dagara. I just adding an L for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why you're throwing. It, I, it's, it rolls off the. You tongue. took an L in this conversation. <laughs> got him. Oh no. All right, then you got Arrow Buster, uh, which is when he like spin. Is that the more he spins in a ball and runs at you? Uh, yes. It's uh, yeah. No, that's yeah. the energy bolt. It's an energy bolt that shoots that spins towards. All right, so that's the energy bolt one. Um, and he's got the pie, the sparkling pie. Sparkling pile load rainbow. Yeah, again, just an upgraded power with yeah, a and rainbow can tacked on. Transform into yeah. aqua form at will. Yeah, Rainbow Mothra has is the one that gains the ability to go into its aqua form. So aqua form, he's got flight. He can swim. He got the the aqua laser beam. He's got the chest beam still. But now picks up the X Thunder Beam. X Thunder Beam, which um he can fire it while underwater. I don't know if he can do it outside of water. I have not seen him do it outside of water, but I assume he can. Uh, he fires like an X-shaped laser at his enemies. Out of his wing. I was, or I was. Yeah, I was base, it, it looks like it's coming. Like it's the energy starts from his wings, comes and to his face, like, then fires out. Yeah, which is cool. Um, kind of like the Silver Surfer in the old Fantastic Four movies. Like the energy comes from his board all the way up to his hands, then fires off. The the live action Fantastic Four. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that's a weird poll. I, only saw I don't that know movie. why that was in my head, but that popped up as I a reference. I only saw that movie once and I hated it because <laughs> they had the power, because Human Torch got the powers of Super Scroll without having Super Scroll in the movie. And then also they never show Galactus, which I'm like, Galactus is one of my favorite villains. And I'm like, yeah. fuck you, I got a Galactus tattoo. And it's like, you never fucking show Galactus, fuck you. <laughs> Jesus, that's a like, weird point. The only time you see Galactus in that movie is like, you see like the shadow of, like a shadow of his head going across a planet and that, that's not enough. That, that's it. I think, yeah, it's across like Jupiter. Yeah. To get more stupider. <laughs> um. So yeah, same thing. Uh, most of his powers here are the same thing, just with different names you know yeah he gets the crescent dash beam which has like a v-shaped energy blast oh, but he gets super fucking strong like he picks up Dagara out yeah. of water into the air so yeah gets that extra um from the awkward. drops him on top of a oh temple. yeah that's right he drops him on top of a temple and then liquefies the temple with him on it so then the tr- uh light speed mothra again flight and can transform at will and then also can chime travel by basically going the speed of light yeah, pulls a pulls a flash, which the the science kind of works out there, sorta. Armor of Mothra, uh, still flight, but durability goes yeah. through the roof. Can take a fucking hit. Yeah, so he was struggling against uh, King Ghidorah as Rainbow Mothra, 
took no damage coming back as armor monster. Yeah, like shrugged him off like nothing. Yeah. So um, when- and then also I like how his powers here are pretty much just like I'm gonna just throw myself at you. <laughs> yeah. Armor wi- armor wing cutter where he successfully after two hits slashed off one of Ghidorah's wings, which, which Ghidorah is- was still flying. Yeah, he was just. Ca- I, I I think that's because Ghidorah's like a space monster that has like gravity powers. He can just kind of hover if he wants to. I so get that. I, I let I, it slide. I really wanted him to spin in a circle while flying, <laughs> just, like oh, just, just crash into the earth, spinning like a plane yeah, while I'm losing its wings. Circle now, but no. Um, and then like same thing is we're. Like, I know the armor wing cutter is telling a different power than his, like, dash buster, but it's the same thing, because he uses his face at super speed to, sh- like, punch through Ghidorah. Yeah. Which, he's using the wing at super speed to kill. Although, so- in the third movie, they didn't really have a name for this attack, but he just straight up headbutts Ghidorah in the chest at one point. Headbutts through Ghidorah. Well, there was one where he headbutts through him and turns him into crystal and just shatters him, but it before that, like he TV's- just... Before that, he just straight up headbutts him out of the air. I know it's supposed to say crystallize him and exploded, but it looked like TV static. He turned into TV static. Yeah, he turned into TV static and just dissipated, yeah. And then Eternal Mothra, the only thing we really know is he can fly, and then uh, he brought back to life. Yeah, uh, it's, but... um, it's got a more powerful version of its uh, life-restoring power, and now it's called the Selphonic power, and it was able to bring back a dead person. Yes. A dead Elias, which is what the Shobajin are in these movies. Okay. That's all the powers and abilities. Yeah, that was long, and we're sorry, but holy crap, there are like ten forms, and each form had different abilities. Yes. All right. So, his appearances in the movies. There's three Rebirth of Mothra movies. Yep. Uh, each came out, like, each year in a row. Like, 96, 97, 98. Yeah, they came out back to back. To back. Yes. Because there's three. Yes. Um, so, uh, quick synopsis of what happens in the first one with Leo Mothra, because Mothra does appear in it. Basically, yep. Mothra, in the beginning of the movie... Lays an egg. It's like the only egg laying scene ever. Yeah, the you only know? ever recorded scene of how Mothra lays an yeah, egg. Yeah, and it's just a bunch of sparkles and it turns into an egg. Um, yeah. So then Deskidor shows up out of nowhere. Well, it gets released. Well, he gets released, but he shows up out of nowhere. It's just some construction guys doing construction stuff and then they release him. Yeah. Shows up out uh, of nowhere. Mothra is uh, near the end of her lifespan, but still has to go fight this thing and is struggling to do so. Halfway during the fight, uh, Mother Leo hatches from his egg with the will wanting to f- defend its mother mm-hmm. and makes his way there. They kind of double team it for a while. They had a decent thing going on since uh, Larva Mothra would string him up while Mothra would fuck him up. But they, over time, were just slowly becoming more and more overwhelmed by Descador as it was growing in strength. And Mothra took a pretty heavy blow and Mother Leo got shredded a little bit no what i like about this fight is when mothra leo shows up and is like all right and then descador just grabs him with its head and just picks up and just start munching a different head like there's all two head there's two of the three heads like just chomping on him and then slams him into the ground yeah holy shit that's awesome yeah descador has no chill i was like god damn all right but what's interesting is like when it's the this fight is more of a like you know they're not gonna win it's kind of like a let's just try to get away Especially when Mama Mothra's like, I'm going to die soon. Yeah. So she kind of leads him, Descador, to a dam and then gets him to break the dam and wash him away. And then she picks up baby Mothra Leo and crashes in the water and then she drowns. And Yeah, it, that was the most heartbreaking scene for Mothra like, I've right, ever son, seen. I saved your life. Now watch me drown. Yeah. I'm like, good Lord. And you watch, you watch her struggle to stay above the water level. And I'm like, 
why is this happening? Why do I have yeah. to see this? I was like, oh, my favorite. You could have just done it like a fadeaway into dust thing. No, you let this thing drown. Yeah, it's like, here's all the trauma. And it's like funny because these movies are very like kid, kid movies. Yeah, like, like, like the main human parts of these are just kids running around. Yeah, on all three of them. Yeah. And it's like, here, just watch this par- parent figure drown. In front of its child. In front of its child. Like, that's that's rougher than Mufasa's. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> God. And Mothra Leo, after just watching his mom die, is like, I'm going to get revenge on this motherfucker. <laughs> and then goes to, like, an ancient tree and uh, cocoons on it to absorb its uh, deep-rooted nature energy, which is why he comes out with a bunch of green on him. Yeah, so this is when I was starting to fall asleep my first watch through. And I was like, okay, he's cocooning up. All right, cool. And then, like, I just slowly fade. I woke up and, like, he's out of it. And I'm like, what the fuck? What happened? Hang on. It's like, because there's no <laughs> bursting out of the cocoon. It was like, when I rewatched it this morning, it's like a bunch of the moths pop out of it. it doesn't yeah. pop out of it. They just material. It's like, it's, yeah, it's like he used his one part to split into a bunch to fly out of it yeah. and it reformed on top of the tree. Because I was confused last night when I was watching it fall asleep. Like, why is the cocoon still there, but Mothra's out? Is there <laughs> yeah, a so third? an empty cocoon on a tree somewhere. Well, no, I was like, wait, is there a third Mothra now? Like, what's going on? Like, so, yeah. Uh, then... So you get for falling asleep during a movie. I'm the worst person in the universe. Um, so then we get round two fight. And this fight's kind of kind of more fun. Yeah, Leo just comes in swinging immediately. I like how he million dollar babies Descadora. <laughs> you ever see that movie Million Dollar Baby? I have not, but that sounds like a so, very funny reference. What, mi- what million is Dollar Baby is a movie about this woman who wants to be a boxer. So this guy coaches her and trains her. And then like one of her fights, I don't remember if she gets like sucker punched or something, but she fall, she gets hit and falls down. Oh, yeah, her, her neck, neck lands, lands on... on I did see that. That is what... I didn't know that's what that movie was called. Yeah, her neck lands on a chair, and then she's paralyzed, and then the end of the movie is, like, she's trying to kill herself, and then the coach is like, fine, I'll kill you for you, because you're miserable. Horribly sad movie. <laughs> it's really sad. But what was funny... I don't remember like, that ending, but... Oh, yeah, 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 shit. Yeah, it's, it's pretty rough. <laughs> I must not have seen it to the end, then. Uh, Holy damn. So, anyway, the reference to that I make was when uh mothra leo hits descador he like lands neck first into like a mountain oh like, oh he's fucking million dollar baby i'm all right <laughs> i thought that'd be the movie there. yeah after you just told me how that happened like what the fuck did he do to Ghidorah then yeah that's what yeah he like mothra like hit him made him land on the mountain on his neck jesus million dollar baby him. but and then also in this fight we see the cool like split into a thousands of moths and just like explode all around him yeah like, that was so cool yeah, he uses uh, his uh, pile loader on him. His, he uses every attack he's got in, yeah. in his repertoire on this guy. It's and a long fight. It's it's also a lot of chasing. So I do like the design of Descador. We'll do an episode on Descador. Um, I did like it because it's like a darker looking version of Ghidorah. And See, uh, it's got it's I don't got like a the unique four legs. Well, I I don't like the four legs on Kaiser Ghidorah from Final Wars either. But this looks something. Because of the drastic change in like color palette and everything on this Ghidorah, I find it as like a something separate than your traditional King Ghidorah, which I like. I'm okay so with that's that. why I'm okay with this being on all fours because I consider it a separate line of monster. No, I think it is, I, and I, I accept that. I just don't like the four legs. It looks silly to have four legs and then also big wings. And yeah. I'm thinking like, well, Pegasus, like, yeah, but Pegasus like looks like it works. They together. got thin legs though. They yeah. don't have like thick stubby These are legs. Like- thick boy legs. These are tree trunk legs. These are like, he don't skip leg, leg day legs. And he's propped up by these small ass wings. It doesn't look functional. Yeah, they look small to, at the beginning though, but 
later well, on when first he, fight, he, when he ab- sprout his wings. No, when he finally absorbs, they're they're present. They're just they're not. Just they're not. They're nubs. They're nubbles. When he finally absorbs enough energy from the planet, which is how he destroys planets. Hell yeah, dude. He uh he finally sprouts them out. They're still kind of small in contrast to his body, but they're I guess big enough to pick him up. Think like a bee, small wings, big body. I suppose like a bumblebee. Yeah, but sure. I'll give a sure. Yeah, that that. Yeah, fine. Fuck you. I hate that that works. <laughs> um, I don't remember how he kills them though. He actually doesn't. They end up oh, resealing resealing them back into That's the right. earth. Yeah. Um, fun fact about that Descadora. Before we move on though, uh, before this Mothra, there were several hundred Mothra and they all had to fight this guy together and that's why there's only one because he literally wiped out almost all of them yeah and there was a lot of the other Eliases which are like the twins in this yeah and they got wiped out too because of Descadora yeah like this guy was so powerful pre-sealed originally that he just took out like an army of Mothra yeah so then they reseal they don't kill him so if they want to do a fourth we bring him back they could they could yeah it's, it's been like 30 years the only reason Mothra him. Leo beat him was because he took him down before he had enough time to absorb enough energy to get the full power yeah if that fight dragged down Leo wouldn't have won but no Leo was still pretty badass alright so we got second movie we got Degara Degora Degora Degara Degara I like Degara Degara we'll go with Degara it's wrong I know it's probably wrong I know it's wrong if we ever do a review on that monster, we'll get it right. Yeah, I think he deserves an episode too. Uh, I I kind of like the design of Dagora. It looks like a dragon frog or a dragon toad. Yeah, I can see that with like chest missiles or or shoulder missiles. <laughs> shoulder cannons, yeah, shoulder missiles. Like it's like Blastoise. He fires. Yeah, he, yeah, it looks like a freaking Blastoise, like a green Blastoise, <laughs> like a big green Blastoise. He shoots like the shell. He shoots stars and shit that are toxic yeah so the plot of that movie is basically this underwater monster is like polluting the sea because he has these toxic sea star sea, starfish yeah, yeah. sorry um, thanks starro but not like mind control. yeah exactly it looks like starro kind of thing um so they they summon mothra and like god like what kind of bums me about these movies is like there's these fucking fight scenes with the with the elias's on like their mini mothra and then the sister evil elias is on like like a robot, robot dragon mini dragon thing and it's like dude you're devoting like 20 minutes of time to these fucking chase scenes and i'm like i am so not invested at all i love the little mini moth where they fly on it's called fairy yeah it's yellow and white it's adorable i want there one. are a bunch of those back before discodora killed them all too. yes like I, if anyone has like a link to like an etsy or something like that where people make those hit me with that link i would love to get one like they're adorable it probably wouldn't be too hard to find that no actually. like it's gonna be a plus i'll even take a crocheted one like those would be cool right um so <laughs> they summon Mothra, it's, which the song to summon Mothra's banger is Masura, ha, Masura. I'm like, yes. Goes on for like five minutes. Oh, though. I love it. It's repetitive, but I <laughs> love it. It just it tickles like my my ADD brain just right. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. So Mothra, not having its aqua form yet, is struggling to fight it while it's under the water. So it's just doing its pile load attack. Just- Dude, it's got to get it has like three power ups and it's not enough to take out uh, Degara. Yeah. Like, so there's this mini temp. There's this temple that gets summoned from the water, which, like, also these movies are kind of weird because, like, none of them take place in a city to get destroyed. Like, uh, we have the, the third temple. one, you see cities getting destroyed, I think. But not, like, really, though. Like, I mean, one bit. one gets fucked up. Well, sure. The third movie's a little weird, though. 
Right, because of the time travel bullshit. But, like, the first one, that's in a forest. This one, it's on the water. Like, there's, like, no city destruction. The second one is mostly in a forest as well. Yeah, but then the fight isn't over water and shit. Right. Over the temple. So, this temple gets raised up, and then, like, it has the the dagger wants to destroy the temple, so Mothra comes to fight him to stop him from destroying the temple. Yeah, and the temple's got its own defense system where it's firing lasers and shit. Yeah, so Mothra, in his rainbow form, is not able to keep up at all. Dagger is just fucking him up. And then... Gets drowned at one point, but then the temple like gives him a power boost because he shoots a ray. The temple shoots a ray at it. Gets Actually, him- I think I think we got that wrong real quick. I think the first power boost the temple gives it turns it into Rainbow Mothra, and then it gave it another power boost after that so it could finish off Dagara. Fuck, yeah. might be right. Yeah, I think I am. I just watched these. And I don't. I was so yeah. Mothra it. Leo teams up with the temple to fight it, but. At one point, uh, Dagara from deep underwater fires off a tornado of those star things that just covers Mausoleo in it, and he's just getting corroded by him. So he lands on the temple to try and sit there while the little uh, Elias fires. No, no, off. no. I don't think he turns on a real Mothra until after he's revived by the Furby. Yeah, and then he's able to transform into Aqua from Rainbow. Yeah, he got two power ups from the temple before he even yes, Rainbow. He gets yeah, two, yeah, because he gets two power ups, not able to do anything in the Imago phase. Yeah. And he's still getting drowned and fucked up. And then he's basically flatlined. And then the Furby comes revise him and turns him into Rainbow Mothra. Yeah. And then Rainbow Mothra turns into Aqua Mothra. So and they do the underwater fight, which is short. It's very short. He's like they're underwater, X beam, X beam, fly down your throat as a bunch of tiny little mini Mothras. That was, was actually cool. really cool. I really liked it. I'm like, when he did it to De- to Descadora, yeah, he's like sh- sparkly little. F- Moth thing just fucking him up. He went inside this dude. Yes. And then, like, stopped the weird thing from producing more. Yeah, he had, like, an organ that produces the star thing. And he just blew that organ up. He's like, fuck this. Yeah, fuck, fuck your insides. And that just wrecks him after that. Like, he flies back out, reforms, and just takes him out. Yeah, he reforms, flies back out, and then, like, blasts him again with his chest cannon, I think. Dude. And then lifts him up out of the water crushes him onto the temple which why destroy the temple too i don't know why he wanted to because like um i think because something about like the people who originally made the temple also made that monster and they're supposed to like that monster supposed to defend the temple no the monster was destroying the temple yeah i know that but then why they lost control of the monster but then why are they powering up mothra because they realized their mistake but there's no there's no people in it there is one remember I remember like the, one one person that was left in that temple or the Furby like thing. I remember the, the goons trying to chase the kids. Yeah, when the goons finally got to the very core of the temple, they're trying to take those jewels in there. And then uh, that last like projection of their of that race. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it, yeah, and, and that, like, that explained to me. Yeah, all yeah that, that explained we made that thing. It turned on us. Yeah. So we're again, helping this movie was so boring. I was. Yeah, like, I'm just like, just I'm zoned out. Show me the fights. Yeah, so basically, the people that made that temple also made the monster to defend their people, yeah. but then they lost control of it. It turned on them. Yeah. So it was sealed so, away for a while, but then it broke out in what this movie. I, f- I forgot to mention when when uh, Mothra first transforms, she like parts the sea so the kids can run. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, she's Mosin. Yeah, shit. she just so supersonic flies across the ocean. Apparently, it used its pile load attack to do that, but you didn't see it. But you do see it do it again later, and it actually shows the visual of it. I don't know if that did was like a see, mess up in the movie. Did you see what I dropped in our our friend group chat a couple hours ago? Um, I dropped a Beyblade reference because I just found out that in the lore of Beyblade, 
Moses used a Beyblade to part the Red Sea. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yes. like, what? Yes. Oh my god, because I've been wanting to do, because I saw a video about, like, oh, fuck going out and drinking on your birthday. Have a Beyblade tournament. I'm like, dude, yes, I would love that. I've never played Beyblades, uh, but I would love to do a Beyblade tournament. So I, I looked up the lore of Beyblade. And Moses used a Beyblade to part the Red Sea. I shit you not. I'm watching a video of Moses parting the sea with a Beyblade. Yes, and I'm like, fuck? dude, I love Beyblade so much now. I've never played, but I want to invest all my money in Beyblade. Dude, if you want to get a Beyblade, I'll get a dome thing. Well, we'll fucking Beyblade. Fuck yeah, dude. Dude, we're gonna do we're doing a tournament for my birthday. I swear <laughs> to God. We're getting like everyone I know to come over. We're gonna fucking do a tournament. Oh my god. For a Beyblade tournament. A bunch of 30-year-olds. <laughs> dude, I used to I used to uh, when I was a kid and I was going to church on Sundays, I'd grab my Beyblade and we'd just, all the kids there would meet up, we'd just play Beyblades at church during free time. Hell yeah, dude. That's the best way to pass time at church. I don't go to church anymore, but oh my we got God. a little lore for Chuck yeah, there. Yeah, so in the in the lore of Beyblade, Moses is part of the Red Sea with the Beyblade. Good God. So that, that scene reminded me of that, because I, I looked up that information for Beyblade like two days ago. I'm like, oh, dude, like, because I saw that video. And then I was like, holy shit, like, there's so many serendipitous things right now of like <laughs> partying of the Red Sea and parting seas. So, yeah, uh, Mothra Leo here has the power of a Beyblade. Yeah. It's can canonical. There you go. <laughs> power of Moses. Power of Moses. With, with a Beyblade. Um, so, yeah, we uh, drops Dagora on the temple, it blows up. Well, liquefies it, flies through it, and blows it up. I, I remember it dropping on the temple and blowing it up. I, I just watched it. I remember that pretty just, I don't remember the liquefication. Hmm. I remember it drops it on it, and then... Oof. I wonder if they're two different versions in a movie. Then I don't know. Maybe I'm misremembering. Maybe you're misremembering. Maybe we're gaslighting each other. Probably. Who knows? It didn't even blow up. It just vaporized. Third movie. Third movie. We got King Ghidorah. Yeah, he um he I, comes to the planet in the meteor. Like how he do you feel does. about this King Ghidorah? Really quick. Um, I like the way the heads look. The heads look really cool. Very aggressive looking. I like the heads a lot because it has like a third unicorn in the middle of its head. Yeah, with the spikes of its like. And if and you, I don't like the necks. Old long neck that's different colored than the rest of its body looks kind of phallic <laughs> i didn't like that i didn't actually notice that i didn't like that at all like like i was so impressed with the heads i didn't even pay attention to the necks yeah the heads like but they even had the horns on the middle head be longer than the other two yeah um like so you knew like the which spikes on the charge. back of the neck are kind of weird too because it has like the normal spikes but also had like weird round hump spikes weird design but yeah. head a plus head yeah the head was amazing so king door comes up with a mic in a, not a, a meter almost had a microwave <laughs> King Ghidorah shows up in a microwave. Yeah. Uh, he put metal in there. The end. <laughs> the end. The world exploded. <laughs> All right. King Ghidorah shows up out of a meteor. They got to summon Mothra. Mothra can't hang. Yeah. Um, I was immediately confused with what Ghidorah was doing before Mothra eventually showed up. He was abducting children. Yeah. I didn't get that. That was the only weird part of this movie for me. There was a dome. Me. They were appearing in the dome. Yeah. He, but Why? He just, every time he went to the dome, he just stood there looking at it. I'm like, are you going to... You know when you're a little kid and you catch like lightning bugs and you put them in a jar and stuff? Oh, you think that's what he was doing? Yeah, he was bored. He wanted to catch kids to keep in a jar. <laughs> I mean, but this whole deal was like, I'm going to destroy everything on this planet. You put a stick and a leaf in there to rec recreate its environment. So that's what he did. Oh, also, um, the Elias, they remembered Ghidorah from uh, way back in the day, apparently. Because apparently... Killed this Ghidorah, yeah, he killed all the dinosaurs 130 million years ago, and then he fucked up. million years ago. No, 65 million years ago was Death Ghidorah. 130 million ago, years ago, this Ghidorah came to the planet first. Killed all the dinosaurs, then fucked off and left. And so then, then came 
and then they came back 130 million years later. And but then there were still dinosaurs to be destroyed. He, well, they said most. Oh, okay. So like he, he slaughtered majority. I do like we're getting a little out of order in this movie when they go <clears> back in time and King Ghidorah is just eating a T-Rex. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, I, you, see I T- you see a T-Rex about to eat a Triceratops and the Ghidorah's like, no, you're my snack, buddy. <laughs> so silly. I'm like, holy shit. I see a Kaiju just wiggling a T-Rex around his mouth. That's the best thing I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, I've never, I've never thought that that was ever going to be a thing, but holy shit. Yeah, I loved it. Um, So, yeah, Mothra can't hang. And then one of the twins gets mind controlled by King Ghidorah. There's a whole thing about they go into the dome with this other little kid. Yeah, they got dark there for a sec. They start strangling each other. Yeah, it got kind of weird. Um, Again, so, kids movie. Uh, Eventually, like the evil one's in the dome with the other evil sister. But the evil sister's like, no, you're going too evil. You're not like, I'm the evil one. And even yeah, I'm saying you're too evil. I, I think we failed to mention this in the second movie. But the evil sister kind of lightened up a bit. Yeah, she lined up over the third, all three movies. Yeah, by the third movie, he's not, like, out a- actively trying to cause destruction. She's just still being a dick. Yeah, um, but then the one sister's like, all right, listen, Mothro, I gotta send you back in time, girl. Um, but it's gonna kill me. <laughs> so she basically powers up Mothro so they can go light speed and go back in time. And then she, like, crystallizes into, like, a statue. Yeah. And she's also translucent. In CGI. I don't know. It's, it was bad CGI. Yeah. I don't know how to describe what it was. It was a uh, product of its time. We'll go with that. It's like translucent metal. I I, I, I assume she turned into like a translucent crystal. Yeah, I guess it's more crystal. It's weird. Anyways, so Mothra go back, back in time to fight King Ghidorah when he's weaker. Yeah. Uh, this is still just Mothra Leo, though. Yes. Well, it's still Rainbow at this time. Yeah, it's still Rainbow Mothra. Um, it's close even then. Yeah, like it King Ghidorah better, but yeah, King Ghidorah is much weaker and much younger, but still King, smaller neck. S- bit, yeah, a bit smaller too, but still King Ghidorah. This King Ghidorah, I like the design of smaller neck. Didn't look as yeah. Much. Also, doesn't have its gravity beams at this point. Just shoots really strong fireballs. Yeah, it's like a fireball. Um, but this fight's brutal. Yeah, holy cow. So at one point, like it's pretty even, but Ghidorah's got a little bit of an edge. And, like, he's, like, grabbing her with two of its heads and then just chomping at the wings. Yeah, just shreds her wings up a bit. Uh, stomps on her. Oh, I forgot to mention in the first King Ghidorah fight. Oh, yeah, just... Oh, my God. King Ghidorah just, like, pile drives her into the ground out of the air and just lands on her, like... And he's stomping on her, and then he picks her up with their heads, with his heads, throws it in the air, and then gravity beams her in Yeah, the like, very wrestler it's energy like, here. It's like, whoa, dude, like, it, the Ghidorah fight is cool. Yeah. This has to be the most durable version of Mothra I've ever seen to be able to tank all that and still be alive. My God. And this is even pre-armor form. Like, holy shit. So eventually she gets enough strength because the one sister that was evil comes to her senses and gives Mothra millions of years in the past a power up through singing. But even though she's in current time, don't think about it. Yeah, don't think about it. Doesn't make sense. Don't think about it. So uh, Mothra is able to power up and then basically drop Ghidorah into a volcano. Yeah. But, but after she that, did, she's spent. She's she's spent. She's knocked out. Um, but she during the fight, she did knock off King Ghidorah's tail. One of his little nubules. Yeah. And it did and, on the ground. Yeah, that was weird. I didn't know what they were doing with that. I'm like, well, that's how he comes back later. Yeah. I didn't realize that until I got that far in the movie. So um, she and, falls uh, asleep. And then some other prehistoric Mothra is like yeah, primitive. Three primitive Mothras. That look, I, I those, love those these Marvel Mothras. They look really cool. They're like armor plated and yes. shit. Think, think, uh, Mothra Leo's Marvel for Lavor form, but like 
dinosaur looking. It's cool. It's like a dinosaur looking Mothra. Mothra. Yes, that's like top tier look of a. So three of them show up and they cocoon Rainbow Mothra, and it preserves the Rainbow Mothra all the way through 130 million years back to the present. Yes. But then somehow Kidora still shows up because his tail was still alive. Yeah. Regenerate, regenerate so, hang from on, hang a on. severed tail. But really quick. So if King Ghidorah wasn't there to kill most of the dinosaurs, how did most of the dinosaurs still die? Well, here's my thought on this. King Ghidorah still came back in a meteor since time didn't change in the present. That means that that tail regenerated into a full Ghidorah. He must have then killed all the dinosaurs and still fucked off. <laughs> He's like, I want these dinosaurs dead. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't kill Mo- Rainbow Mothra because he was probably cocooned up by the time he regenerated and he couldn't find him. I guess. And since he was at that like point. I feel like you're trying to bail out Toho's writers here. That's the only. No, that was me trying to find out how this works, because that's the only thing I could think of as to how the hell any of that would have happened. I think you're bailing them out, Chuck. No, anytime I find like a time travel paradox thing, I have to analyze the fuck. I was like, how does this work? Because I hate it when things fuck yeah. up their own timeline. No, there's dinosaur people. Dinosaurs never died. They evolved into <laughs> people. They're the ones t- paying taxes. It's that- yeah, li- it's the lizard people controlling the government. That- that's the world I want to live in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here, here we have King Ghidorah shows back up in a meteor or a microwave, whichever one you want. Yeah, meteor microwave. And then Micro armor Ghidorah. Armor, god damn it. Mothra, Rainbow Mothra emerges from the cocoon as armor Mothra. I just died right there. I fell asleep and died. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I am messing up. So yeah, Mothra comes out as armored Mothra. And proceeds to wipe the floor with King Ghidorah. And this fight is super quick. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Mothra's like, yeah, uh, round two, I'm taking this belt, buddy. Just whoops his ass. Cuts his wings off and then... Yeah. Headbutts him, cuts his wing off, and then just flies through him and crystallizes his ass. TV static. TV statics his ass into crystal. And then he blows up. Into powder. Yes. And then she... He, she... He or she, it, they. or they, or it, whatever pronoun wants to use, um, transforms into Eternal Mothra, revives the other Elias, and credits, pretty much. Yeah. And happy, happy, joy, joy. I have to say, again, I really like the color palette on Eternal Mothra. Like, the, the whites with the rainbow yeah. color scheme is really good. Yeah, it looks good. Um, overall, designs for all these Mothra, except the, the Aqua, I think are great top tier. Yeah, the Aqua is heavy CG, but the rest of them look really damn good. Yeah, the CG doesn't hold up at all. This is early, mid-90s CG. It's, it's a lot of Yeah, Aqua and Lightspeed Mothras do not look good. But it's, I'm willing to forgive it, it's it's almost a 30-year-old yeah. movie. Yeah, at the time probably looked amazing, but now looks not good. I don't even know if it looked amazing back then. Like, well, back then we may not have thought about it that, as true. much as we would have now. Like, I remember like playing Super Nintendo. I was like, holy cow, these graphics are amazing. And, and now then when it's you like, play like Xbox these days, it's like, what the fuck was I doing? I can't even play like 360 games. It's like, dude, this is horrible. Yeah, I've tried playing some, some older games I can still play because they're entertaining enough for me to forgive the graphics. But most of them, I'm like, I can't go back. I can play like old Star Wars Battlefront still. Like I think the biggest thing for me was I the the first Elder Scrolls gameplay game I played was Skyrim, and then I tried playing Oblivion, and I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I yeah. can't. The graphics, oh my god, yeah, that'd be a rough transition. Yeah, it was. Someone told me he's like, dude, you got to play Oblivion. I'm like, isn't it an older one? I'm like, yeah. Then why do I have to? Like, I, I, because I, it's I, one of the best. I'm like, okay, I'll try. Five minutes in, I'm like, I can't do this. I applaud people who can go back and play retro games. I just can't. My my fucking weird ADHD brain, AD brain, cannot handle it. It's just like, no, 
I mean, I can play old, like, platformer games, like, uh, Castlevania games. I can't do those. Like, the 8-bit games. I can't do 8-bit. I'm just, I'm spoiled. Like, my fucking brain is rotting. Well, my brain processes those as that's what they're supposed to look like. They're made that way for a reason. Proud of you, bud. Alright, we've been here for, like, an hour and eight minutes. Like, let's fucking wrap this up, my guy. So, tier list for this Leo Mothra. Absolutely agree with the comment in the Discord. Very S-tier. I definitely think it's an S-tier. Like, the firepower... We don't even know what Eternal Mothra can fucking do. I think it's S-tier. It's probably the strongest Mothra, period. Yeah, I I don't even think the Legendary Mothra can fight this no, thing. I think, I, I think Monster vs. Mothra gets wiped by this guy. Yeah. Uh, there is no better Mothra that I've seen. Look at us, we're agreeing. Yeah. Look at us, we're yeah. friends. Friends who agree with each other. Happens occasionally. Yeah. All right, well, let's wrap this up. So you can check out my D&D podcast, Lost Legends Tale of Thern. There's like three or four episodes out by now. Check it out. Uh, I play... Uh, so we're doing season four. It's a brand new continuity, uh, same universe. Uh, I'm playing a artificer kobold named Sam Berger. I love the fact that the family names of every other member of that character's family is also just named after different sandwiches or yeah, burgers. Yeah, you have Angus Burger's my dad, Patty Burger's my mom, and my brother's name is Chaz Burger. And the the dragon we worship is Charcuterie. Good God. I, yeah, I, I was like, yeah, this is dumb. I like it. Um, so check that out. Check out my dice making. Uh, my Instagram page, my TikTok uh, is at Mingo Bro Resin. My YouTube is at Hey Yo Logan. Eventually I'll make it the same, but yeah, videos are blowing up over there. Check it out. Check out my dice to buy at Mingo Resin.com. Uh, Chuck, why don't you lead us on out here, my dude? All right. Well, thank you guys again for listening to us. Sorry it was so long episode, but there was a lot to cover. And like always, we want to thank you for. And remember to thank God for Godzilla. I stumbled at the end. You want to do it again? Yeah, let let's, me. Let's, 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 again, let's, re- let's reset that. I stumbled at the end. I pulled a Logan. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I took a shot. I, I nailed it, too. Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. And like always, thank God for Godzilla. <laughs>